What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 380th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. My voice is not. My voice is not going to last. Not super effective. I can already hear it going. Uh, I'm your host, SBJ. With me is Greg. Hello. It's time to pounce. He's weak. Will he's got no voice? <laughs> We've Over already made our inroads. Yes. Uh, Will's also here, uh, and I want to state up front. While Greg may feel like we are allies and going to take over this program from Steve Sarumi, I want to lodge a formal complaint. Oh, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I want to lodge a formal complaint that Greg hates my abs and is doing everything in his power to make them go away. I don't hate your abs. I just think your abs need a nice treat every once in a while. I the treats are what are killing the abs. And I want I, to I just want to enter into evidence as exhibit A at the Cub Grocery today. Yes. You immediately yes, handed me mm-hmm. the sweet and salty mm-hmm. roasted peanuts and candy corn mix, which I had been begging for for weeks. I know. It's so good. You two need to start a popcorn podcast. There was no popcorn in or, the sweet and salty peanut and candy corn mix. <laughs> Welcome to the Cub Snack Cast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Cub Snack that. Cast. Because I, from what I've been told, this cub has more snacks than actual food in it. Oh, the, um, one, oh, the one below Will's has a huge, 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 huge snack area. Right. It's it's like a popcorn extravaganza. And they have popcorn at that cub that we did not have up in our lonely cub up here. But the problem is my cub doesn't have the sweet and salty candy corn mix, which Greg's cub does have. Yeah. So I'm actually thinking of setting up an illicit underground pipeline where like I transport the popcorn from my pu- my cub up north yeah. and then uh, like in exchange bring down the sweet and salty candy corn mix which yeah. on on Paper. further thought uh-huh. after waiting so many weeks to get my hands on the sweet and salty candy corn mix yes. which I have to say the full name every single time I realized I could have just bought a bag of roasted peanuts and a bag of candy corn and dumped them in together you myself. Could, but you wouldn't until no, you had no. proof. Now that you have proof, you can attempt to make your own for our fabulous uh, Sword and Shield launch party. The gala? Extravaganza, the, ga- the gala. The, the, the ga- galar gala? The galar gala. <laughs> I'm just wondering if there's something about the process that Cub uses to mix the salty peanuts with the sweet candy corn that like there's an intermingling of the flavors that wouldn't happen from an immediate dump of the two just into a bowl and like <laughs> yeah hand there mix. is you, you know see? what it is there's some uh, it's called love there's no such thing as love um <laughs> see, that's it's why some sort of alchemy see that i brought it into the pokemon oh, I see. yeah I see. Al- it's some Al- sort of Al- alchemy Al- well, it's alchemy not alchemy speaking there of there. love and speaking of apologizing for a very long intro before we get to our pokemon news Our first bit of Pokemon news is Pokemon Masters producer knows his game is boring and apologizes. I'm out. 
You guys enjoy the next hour and a half of Greg on a screen. I'm going to be in the corner knitting over here. This is this is off uh, Kotaku. This was sent in by Kevin from our Slack community. There is before before I this is we're reading the Kotaku article because it's a little bit shorter than the well shorter. It's shorter than the apology letter. The apology letter you can read in your game app if you choose to do so. Uh, I read it and it's very stale and very boring. <laughs> Yep. Just like their game. <laughs> Yu Sasaki, producer of the mobile game Pokemon Masters, recently issued a public apology for the game's lack of content. His lengthy statement acknowledges a list of player grievances, which include poor battle design and usability, and promises to address them. We are disappointed we did not meet the expectations of our community, and for this, we sincerely apologize. Sasaki explained in a post, which went on the game's website yesterday, it is our intention that it does not happen again. Hearing these opinions of fellow trainers have deepened our sense of commitment to deliver a game we can both be proud of. Both the development and operation teams are fully committed to improving the game and creating a memorable experience for all fans to enjoy. Sasaki didn't share a detailed roadmap for the promised improvements for the post. Pokemon Masters was almost an immediate success, launching in August, hitting 10 million downloads in just 10 days and racking up an estimated $25 million in revenue the first week. Kotaku senior reporter Mike Thaly praised the game in its early days for developing the trainers behind the ubiquitous pocket monsters along with non-intrusive microtransactions. <laughs> despite belonging uh, <laughs> despite belonging to the often predatory gacha games in which developer DNA frequently dabbles, Pokemon Masters makes ev- excellent use of the property it was provided. I mean, compared to other gacha games, I don't think Masters is very in-your-face. Oh, but, um, oh, that's your opinion. You stopped reading the article up here, it, it seems. I'm just, because well, you guys had reactions to that, so I'd stop as, here. As I, I've I, never I, played Masters, what I've heard from the most vocal person in proximity to me is not quite the same as that article has represented. So you disagree, Greg? You think it yeah. is compared to yeah, other gacha games? Yeah, I think, I, mean, I, I think it's in line with a lot of gacha games, but to say that it's like, oh, it's mostly behind the scenes, like... It's not like there quickly becomes a point when you realize that you cannot progress without a long grind and that things that you need are going to require you to pull gems to do them to get better pairs to try to get through the game. Like it isn't necessary to get through the game, but that's the same in all gacha games. But you do hit a point pretty early on where the level ramp is pretty extreme and your five stars will simply carry you through better. Um, especially the co-op events, like the things that they introduced, were quickly like, if you want this partner pair, fork over the cash. Like, there's, <laughs> not, there's not a lot of content. So to get the new content, it really was, and it really felt like you had to pay. You had to pay to try to get this. And even if you did pay, you weren't guaranteed to get it. Finish this article here, but a mega popular franchise can only take you so far. Pokemon Master players were quickly surprised by how little content was actually in the game. While the developers were quick to kick off events featuring new trainers, the main story ends abruptly 
with an unceremoniously to be continued message, leaving players with little to do afterwards, but grinding through the side missions and tedious online co-op battles with rewards that players felt were, for the most part, not worth the effort. Players also feel the balancing issue. Some trainers are so so hilariously overpowered that it's not worth using anyone else. This led to online matches of co-op being full of all players using the same small group of characters. I don't have a great affinity for Olivia and her Lycanroc, or even series Your Rival Blue and his Pidgeot, but they became mainstays in my team for their overall utility in just about every Pokemon battle. The Pokemon franchise is uh, that that celebrates forming special connections with one or two creatures that uniquely suit your interests, but instead of being able to successfully field my favorite trainers, much love for Koga and Crobat, I felt pigeonholed when it came to using. I felt pigeonholed when it came to the mobile game's more difficult fights. So that sorry, that was from the author, not me. I actually do like Olivia. <laughs> Our goal is to create experiences like the fans witnessed in the first animated trailer, gathering iconic sync pairs and tackling tough challenges as you grow and strengthen bonds with your teams. We felt that we needed too much focus uh, on specific st- skills. Players felt forced into situations where all teams' team compositions looked identical, which we've talked about on the show, and there was an overall sense that there was only one correct approach for each challenge. We hope to create an environment where fans can partner with their favorite sync pairs and find unique solutions for entering challenges. Wait, I, I have a, a moment of sarcastic request for clarification. Sure. Um Are you meaning to tell me that there's a Pokemon game with an extremely limited meta? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, even if it was a meta, it's not. The meta grind, it is so frustrating. The end of that game, and they are selling short how dumb the to be continued is. I mean, you are in the middle of a league. You start the start of a chapter and you go through a conversation with like people who have been in the game for a while and then it just stops and says to be continued. Like you don't even <laughs> finish the chapter. It's just like, oh, well, we didn't think that far. I think so the... go grind some soda pop to maybe level your <laughs> pairs i think in the uh in the apology letter in the app i think it says that we didn't expect players to go through the content so quickly yeah because they expected everybody to grind for 15 million hours in the most boring parts of the game well does that speak to the developers for being like we made content and we expect players to go through this content in like two months or does that speak to the players who did decide to grind that boring content as fast as possible to beat the game in like two days. Have they not met modern video game <laughs> yeah. players? Because I mean, this well, is like, like not news to me at all. It's like saying, oh, hey, we're so mad that you were so into our game that you played it nonstop and quickly got to the end. Oop. <laughs> well, you, were only like- supposed to pl- you were supposed to get so frustrated by the grind that you would turn it off halfway through your day. I, I'm almost like let me let me take you in a time machine back. I don't know what five years ago. Let me introduce you to this game t- called Destiny, where they literally have competitions to see who can complete their most challenging content as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah. Because that is what people do in this day and age. Yeah, They're not. Well- 
You're all game guzzlers. There's very few Will Andersons out there, okay? <laughs> I mean, this is, the, this is the World of Warcraft first to 80 achievement. Yes. Like, no, I'm not saying there are people... achievement. I'm not saying that there are people who don't want to beat a game as fast as possible. That totally exists. I'm just... I am just kind of blown away that the developers admitted that this game is boring and they admitted that this is bad and that did they were... really use the word boring <laughs> I, yeah. th- I think they did use the word boring so it was actually a boastful press release we have successfully achieved creating the most boring pokemon game <laughs> ever that is not a mystery dungeon <laughs> but uh, also whether uh, well if, if you're still playing masters and you still find some enjoyment of it, in it that's fine i i mean people find enjoyment in golf and i don't particularly think golf is interesting so like everyone definitely has ex- different expectations of what they find boring and interesting and i don't want anyone to feel bad for <sighs> continuing to play this game although when i played it i thought man i wish i was playing something else and so i did play yeah. something else i enjoy the game part when there's game to enjoy what i don't enjoy about this game is that it quickly becomes you have to run the same fight 50 times to get the materials needed to unlock a level cap and then you have to run those same things again 50 times to unlock the skills to try to make the pair that you want at least somewhat usable in the game which often doesn't happen like the article said most people just gave up and went for blue and olivia because they're pretty powerful and if you're going to run content 50 times, you're going to run it on the two people that make it worthwhile to get through the game. It's so frustrating to try to go through and find another pair and look at that and say, well, they need support pop. They need the support pop cans. So I'm now going to have to run the support fight 100 times to unlock all the level caps so that I can do the co-op parts for this team and still get to the part and think this would still be easier with Olivia or this would still be easier with Blue. It's so frustrating that you can't auto-skip the battles that you absolutely have to do the grind. And there are three separate pop cans and they all use them in different ways. And they all at higher levels need hundreds of them. So you have to grind. You have no choice but to grind in this game. And when there's nothing new about that grime, that's what people are complaining about lack of content. I play that game a lot. I've stopped because I just find the grind so frustrating. But there's no way to skip the grind. There's no way to go and do the co-op battles without having to do the grind. And the grind is killing that game. And for those of us who are not in the American Midwest... um. Greg is actually saying soda cans. Uh, I think they're called pops in the game, though, aren't they? I th- really? That's I so. disappointing. That is incredibly disappointing. <laughs> they did not use the word boring. The overall battle, battle difficulty and design are not satisfactory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The overall battle difficulty are not satisfactory, and there's not enough content for players to enjoy. Okay, so the the actual conversation here isn't whether the game is boring or bad because there are plenty of boring and bad games that are very successful in the app store the conversation is did they make this press release and did they apologize to people because they are not making the amount of money they want to be making yes 
I I have a strong feeling that Pokemon saw the decline in usage and the outright outrage on the internet about how bad their game is is damaging to their brand. I would like to see a graph of the like adoption rate, not not adoption rate, play like play counts, daily play counts. The fall off of, rate. Okay, sure. Of this game compared to Magikarp Jump, because if they are basically comparing the two and like Magikarp Jump has a longer to fall off rate than this game, then they know that they failed because this game was intended yeah. to have a longer life than Magikarp Jump. Well, I think Masters made more money than Magikarp. Masters made more money in one week than I think Magikarp made in its lifetime. Well, yeah, but that's like a high adoption rate. But with this kind of game, you need to keep people playing so that they keep paying for the pay for gems, as I've come to understand. Where Magikarp Jump, it was like, sure, you could buy stuff for items and everything, but it wasn't that grindy. And it's like, there, there's not that much competitiveness to it. And no. your only Pokemon you get to play with is a Magikarp. Yeah. So at least in this game, you get to play with other Pokemon. So some, Except you don't. So uh, somebody posed the question to me, like, the Pokemon company compare this to Pokemon Go? And, like, did they expect this game to make no. as they're, much? They're far too different of games. I, I agree. I agree. apples to apples that way. Uh, but, I, think but, they but, expected the, I think they expected a similar return on investment that Go did. Maybe not the same, but I think they expected that another huge mobile game would perform that 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 it has that much uh animation and access and uh sort of like branding behind it to at least do as much for their brand as go did like i don't think anybody expects it to do the same as go but i think they expected it to do a percentage and to not and to not be a black spot on their brand, and it is absolutely a black spot on their brand. I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they know because DNA has made what so far: Mario Kart, Animal Crossing, Fire Emblem, Super Mario Run. I think they've made one other game that I can't think of, and then they made Masters. I'm very curious of that drop off of how much money are we making every week? How many players dropped? How many players downloaded the game? How many players dropped off after day one? How many players dropped off after a week? How many players dropped off after a month? This whole press release just makes me think they had the biggest drop off out of any of their games mm-hmm. after like a month or something or a week. I mean, I, I, I fell off after a week. I, I don't know. I think Greg, you lasted a little bit longer than I did. <laughs> Yeah, a little I, bit. I, I didn't last through one full play session at Pokemon Worlds because the iPad crashed, and I was like, mm, "Don't bother rebooting it. I'm done. I'm good." All right. I also g- think g- like, give me just, my pin and let me go. I also think <laughs> in an already controversial lead up to Sword and Shield, having another game really be fuel for people's anger at Pokemon Company uh, absolutely fueled this letter. They just don't want to deal with more fans having another vector of anger hurting their brand. Yeah, I can see that. The next article is actually really mobile game heavy. It, uh, it does involve Pokemon Go, but um, it also brings up uh, some other po- some other mobile games uh, and specifically Harry Potter. Uh, so I think it's worth talking about just because Pokemon Go is the biggest thing that Pokemon Company produces. Produces? I don't know. 
owns <laughs> shares, throws money into their, their biggest property. Their biggest yeah, property. Way to put it. Uh, so uh, this is off Venture Beat, titled "You're Not Pokemon Go." Don't hammer AR into your mobile games. <laughs> I think this this also piggybacks off the conversation we had uh, last week, which is uh, the conversation, or maybe it was two weeks ago, I'm sorry, uh, the conversation with, like, now Apple Arcade existing and how you can put $5 into Mario Kart or you can put $5 into a hundred pretty well-made, non-microtransaction, non-ad-based games. In 2018, mobile games accounted for 74% of App Store revenue. With this gold rush comes a slew of new games, over 500 per day. Wow. Uh, what? Man, and none I'm of them is a remake of Dizzy B? <laughs> now none. I'm hot. Because Dizzy B was terrible. Would you? Ooh, Greg, I know where you live. <laughs> Take those words back. <laughs> Never. <laughs> this can make it tough to stand out. Two biggest methods, using famous intellectual property or using augmented reality. In efforts to stand out from a crowd, game developers must find new ways to draw players. With so much try uh, tied to to uh, add up, and with so much tied to adoption, revenue and retention are more uh, revenue and retention. More companies depend on hefty IPs to do the work for them. Jurassic Park, Harry Potter, and Pokemon are just a handful of examples. Studios without access to third-party IPs depend more on sequels, both which push originality to the side. That's not to say that everything needs to be revolutionary. Pokemon Go is a great example of something fresh and and original utilizing a great IP. Location-based games existed prior to Pokemon Go, but the ideal of going out there in the real world to catch them all is the realization the realization of every Pokemon fan's dream, and the market data expresses that it was a perfect fit. To date, Pokemon Go remains one of the highest-grossing mo- games on mobile. But here's where thing goes here's where things go wrong. Niantic, the makers of Pokemon Go, released another monster IP title last month, Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Within 18 days of launch, Wizards Unite, sli- Wizards Unite slipped below Pokemon Go in terms of growth statistics, and it's already below the top 1,000 mark of most downloaded games, and Pokemon Go steadily remains in the top 100. What happened? <laughs> How is Pokemon Go doing so well while Wizards Unite and other seemingly strong IP-based titles have taken a port key to the bottom of the charts? That's a really good... Wow. <laughs> Nicely done, Venture Beat. Venture Beat with the good puns yeah. here. Uh, what can both... <laughs> Ooh, what a line. What can both those looking to leverage monster IPs and those looking to establish new ones l- learn from past misfires? Free-to-play mobile uh, game development is a delicate art these days. Generally, game studios will start with a white paper concept and hire a focus group firm to gauge on this idea. Others may skip the white paper phase and build a prototype with a testing focus group. Either way, the idea is entirely formed on the studio side. From there, there are no major red flags, but the studios will progress building a full version 1 and release it to beta markets like New Zealand or Australia. This is why... You know, Australia got Pokemon Go first, why they got Mario Kart, give me your microtransactions uh, for a month first. Sometimes Canada gets it early too. It's uh, worthwhile to note that the time and investment it takes to get version 1 could take a year in time and millions of dollars worth of effort. 
After the beta released, if retention and monetization metrics don't live up to expectation, the game may be killed. If the metrics are enough to appease decision makers, the game might get some updates and improvements and move to a global release. Some companies like Supercell and their relatively new game Brawl Stars have had their game in beta in this beta stage for over a year. There is one common thing entirely missing from all standard design and launch procedures of these games, and that is the immediate feedback loop from fans and IPs and gamers very early in the process. The lack of fan input can be mostly identi easily identified in, in this hit-and-miss example with Niantic's regard to Pokemon Go and Wizards Unite. This actually gets this actually kind of piggybacks back to that Pokemon Masters where they were like, we didn't listen to our fans. Correct. <laughs> Although that game was out in New Zealand and Taiwan for I think a full month, right? Yeah. Guess we can't trust New Zealanders. Well, the thing is, is that the people in New Zealand, if you look at <laughs> the it, thing is the they they've got two things in New Zealand. Sheep. Got sheep is one, correct. The other thing is like Lord of the Rings tourism. You don't have a lot of excitement going on when those are the only two things that your society has to offer. So they're happy to grind away at a really bad Pokemon game because it's like, well, at least it's not making wool or taking people to see the Shire, you know? <laughs> See, I didn't. I didn't actually know that Lord of the Rings was in New Zealand. What? Oh my word! Uh, sure, it was filmed, yo. It is okay. Wait, New Zealand actually has three things that are exciting. Okay, <laughs> exciting in quotes: sheep, Lord of the Rings tourism, and the occasional earthquake. And so <laughs> they're really happy to get you know a chance to play that Pokemon game before anybody else. It's true. That's why they have no complaints. They're just so happy. Yeah, they're just so happy. All the <laughs> That's time. what I'm saying. Uh, catching Pokemon while walking around. Well, that is Pokemon, isn't it? Pokemon Go captures the core experience of that universe. Harry Potter is known for many things. Hogwarts, spells, Death Eaters, etc. But very few of these things happen while walking around. A simple conversation with any potential player who loves Harry Potter could have predicted this inconsistency. And those are exactly how conversa those are exactly the conversations we should be having. But I think they also sort of ignore the fact that the spellcasting aspect of Harry Potter is also, it stops you from walking around. It's not a quick thing like Pokemon Go. Yeah. I, so I, do, like, I do like the spells on the game, but yeah, you can't like, it's very, I mean, I'm sure eventually you do them enough, you could probably walk and do them, but because there are, there are people, there were, there are, and they're still like, like Irene, my wife is a good example. She can, she cannot catch and throw <laughs> yeah um but also catching is probably overall still quicker than drawing a spell absolutely it is you can do it with one hand it, you can like th thumb it up and not pay attention but harry potter you have to you have to trace exactly on the screen i tell you if that spell casting is anything like doing the when you're having a pokemon trainer battle with somebody else in pokemon go and you have to like do the wiggle 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 to get all the pieces so your like super attack can be excellent yeah i'm out that's what that's, I'm out. that's what almost all the spells are oh i love i like the trainer battle uh like tr like wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Yeah, so the thing is because you you're do not gonna be a lot of no you do a lot <laughs> of trainer battles uh-huh no you i know that's already, not true at all you do more than me. 
and you have already memorized, you probably watched a YouTube video because that's the kind of nerd that you are, like what each type finger movement is required. For me, I do so few trainer battles and I'm barely paying attention when I do that it's always a surprise. It's true. Like My so my young, youthful is, mind has remembered. <laughs> Whatever, dude, you're in your 30s. There's, It's all shut doors for you, bud. Um, I'm pretty sure psychic is swirlies. Psycho, and, uh, psychic is like the the dish the 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 washing machine. Yeah, the washing machine. Yeah, because it it goes in a circle and it keeps going out and out and out. That's a spiral. Yeah, the word is spiral, and I wash in the sink, not the machine. Okay, but any of the other ones, I got no idea. The electric one is where it's like raining electricity. The earthquake look, one is look, when look, it's like look, shaking the bottom of the screen. This is an audio program. Oh, okay, talking about them is not going to help me out. Harry Potter Wizards Unite is not the only game struggling to find an audience uh, for the matching for not matching its flagship IP fantasy. One doesn't have to look further than Pokemon itself to find exa- uh, to find another example. Match three game Pokemon Shuffle has fallen off the radar of general public which can be attributed to its lack of traditional Pokemon gameplay. Other games like Magic the Gathering, uh, Puzzle Quest, don't match the gameplay of their iconic IPs. Wait, did they just say that like MTG Arena does not match the no, gameplay? No, they didn't say of... Arena. They said the Magic the Gathering Puzzle Quest version. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, it doesn't. Well, obviously, because Puzzle Quest is an excellent game, but you have to have a regular DS and a time machine to be able to play it. Um, that, that stuff was revolutionary. To be fair with Shuffle, uh, Sh- Shuffle, I think, did pretty well on 3DS, and they did port it to iOS, but at that point, they were already like finishing that game up, um, and I don't think that game has any new content at this point anymore. I think we reported on that. I think a better example yeah. would probably maybe been Pokemon Duel. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, What's that- funny is I was doing some research for Pokemon of the Week uh, earlier today, and they, like, within the past six months, had a video promoting Pokemon Duel. And it was like, did you really that quickly have to decide to shut it down? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it shuts down this month, doesn't it? October 31st? Yeah, I believe I think so. so. Impressive that Pokemon Go still is in the top 100 of all games 500 new app store games coming out a day um 74 of app store revenue is games um which is now going to be interesting with uh apple arcade coming out within the last like three weeks and uh harry potter wizards unite not even not even in the top of thousand <laughs> I find that interesting because when we were at the Mall of America yesterday for Community Day, I saw at least two people dressed up as Harry Potters. Okay. And it's not Halloween. Do you think they were playing or do you think they just wanted to be a wizard? I Don't we all want to be wizards? I have no idea. (laughs) I would not put on a Hogwarts robe unless you paid me a significant amount of money. Well, we'll see about that. And since people keep trying to argue with me about what my Hogwarts heart is, house is, it's going to be extra hard. Ah, uh, you would probably be Who slow to win, what right? your heart, what hearts are? Just okay, go ask the Steve, that's why I was the best man at your wedding, because you understand me. Everybody else is like, no, you're a Ravenclaw. No, no, nah. no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you what got house that are right. you? Uh, Will would definitely be Slytherin. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, boys. Thank you. That's why, that's why all three of us podcast, because we know each other. 
Mm-hmm. Just like we. <laughs> okay, where, where are we putting Steve though? This is the tougher. No, question. no, mine's easy too. I'm also Slytherin. I could see it. No, really? I think Will learned that from like the first time he met me in Milwaukee when, <laughs> when he was like, "How can I help?" And I was like, "I don't need your help." And then he was like, yep. I want to help. And I was like, all right, we'll mop, sweep the floor. And then, sweep the floor. Yep. <laughs> then I told him he didn't sweep the floor good enough. Yep. I don't see Slytherin as unnecessarily controlling. It's not like it listed in there. I think Slytherins are very independent. Um, I think that's like a big part of them. Ambitious, shrewd, cunning, strong leaders, and achievement oriented. All right, I'll give you that. <laughs> I also have a highly developed sense of self-preservation. All right, fine. I see it now. Wait, Greg, what would you be? Who would I be? Gryffindor? F- no. I see Greg is in the Hufflepuff area. I am a Hufflepuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I can never remember what Hufflepuff is. Uh- Value hard work, dedications, patience, loyalty, and fair play. Okay, well, isn't Gryffindor loyalty, too? No, Gryffindor's like, we're the best, and everybody's below us. <laughs> my, my, <laughs> my mistake. They have courage. So what is it? Courage. courage. And generally seen as brave to the point of recklessness, or something like that. Oh, How are yeah, they described yeah. in the book? All right, let me look it up. So this is the way it goes. If you you don't need a sorting hat, I will tell you how to find your house in the world of Harry Potter. Well, they they also they proved in Harry Potter the sorting hat is like a lie. Blah blah blah. <laughs> proved quote unquote. Uh, if that's true, then I'm a Slytherclaw because I'm halfway between Slytherin and Ravenclaw. But number one, if you make an iPhone and remove the headphone jack, you are. A Gryffindor, because you're courageous. <laughs> Jeez. If you develop a second or third party adapter to convert whatever the new thing is into a headphone jack, you're a Slytherin. <laughs> if you argue that we shouldn't be listening to music or any audio from our mobile devices, you're a Ravenclaw. If you sigh and just accept things the way they are, that's me. <laughs> I'm a Hufflepuff, yo. Easy. <laughs> Easy to remember. Perfect. It's all about iPhones, kids. Oh, wait, except Samsung did it too. Yeah, well. Somebody else has to be brave. All right, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we have uh, some Sword and Shield. Surprisingly, we have an iPhone case. <laughs> What? Uh, We will be right back. Did you know, speaking of buffaloes, that buffalo, 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 buffalo is a grammatically correct sentence in English? Incorrect. Buffalo, 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 buffalo. There's a Wikipedia article. We are back from our break. 
This uh, this article is sent in from Brandon from our Slack community. This is off Polygon. Poor Pokemon Go players have gone seven months without a spawn. A once vibrant community has become a ghost town. Uh, I think you guys talked about spawns the uh, the week I was not on. Yeah, the mysterious yeah. spawn changes. Yes. Uh, so I think this is a little bit more of a detailed response here. Uh, once upon a time, Salami Island. I think is that uh, how you why, say why, it? Why not? Why not? How is it spelled? S A L A M I S. Well, I would say Salamis. I really Salami's like Salami Island. <laughs> Salami Island. Once upon a time, Salami's Island was flush with Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> no, looks like your island's got a bad case of Pokemon's there. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Near the beaches and ports, you could find water type staples like dugong. And they say whale lord. I think the author means whale myrrh. I don't think whale lord can spawn in the wild. Outlining the crystal blue Greek waters further in, the locals like to joke about how the island was plagued with Cacnea, a grass type Pokemon that would surely love the ever present sunny weather. Both the days uh, of, but the days of frolicking Pokemon are now over. In the last seven months, Salami Island has become a ghost town. The game still works. There are Pokestops everywhere, exactly where they used to be. But unless you purchase a lure, there are no natural spawns anywhere anymore. The game hasn't generated a single Pokemon since around March of 2019. Um, so there was spawn changes a month ago. But obviously, this has been a while. This is a while. A handful of Salami residents sent Polygon screenshots uh, where players tried to discuss the issue with Niantic, only to be hit with pre-generated messages that did not answer any questions. Players telling have, them to submit it. Have an ingress player <laughs> submit have a ticket. Player yeah, come I've been and there. Show how there's no Pokemon on Salami Island. Uh, players have continued to report the <laughs> issue several months, uh, but for the most part, Niantic has remained silent. Niantic did not respond to Polygon's request for comments. The leading theory at the moment, which Polygon, Polygon cannot confirm, is that something must have changed in the back end of the game, as Pokemon Go pulls from OpenStreetMap geodata. Uh, if the map labels anything as a natural area, the game will not generate Pokemon there. Likely, this is to stop people from wading into wilderness to hunt Pokemon. But Salami isn't wilderness. Nearly 40,000 people live there, and it's the largest Greek island off the Saronic Gulf. One, uh, only one Salami player has managed to get a real response from Niantic, where the developer said it was aware of the bug and had no timeline to fix. Quote, we are sorry for the inconvenience and hope that you continue to play and enjoy our game in other locations until the issue is resolved, the message read. According to Salami resident Lemry69, some some Pokemon Go players in the region do indeed travel to keep their game alive. I thought the dude's name was going to be like Bob Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) No. And if it is in Greece, it's most likely uh, like Salamis. Salamis. Something like that, yeah. When will the people of Salami Island receive justice? <laughs> Never. I would. Uh, they provide it, us with all these delicious meats, and we give them nothing in return. I can't imagine what Niantic's inbox looks like. 
Oh, man. A worldwide game, and they have, what, like, 200 employees working there? Even if you were, like, double their employees, increase it to 400. Like, that's, like, I'm sure they're still drowning in support requests. So, here's a little secret from the world of tech support. <laughs> Let me clue you in, buddy. AI and autoresponders in response to ticket requests are far more advanced than you would believe. And I can guarantee you 90% to 95% of their ticket requests get an AI response without any human being ever looking at it once. Oh, I'm sure. But that's why these people are like not getting an answer because they're getting hit with those auto responses and the one person who did get an answer probably figured out the correct title in their email to get around the the auto respond well somebody tweaked the algorithm let me call my buddy my uncle at google yeah please do i got some words for them oh Uh, you got (laughs) hey you got amazon hate you got google hate you're running out of people to hate there's a lot of people left This is off Forbes. Uh, Pokemon Go fans have uh, a gotta catch them all. Bandai is releasing a Pokedex iPhone case next year. Bandai will be Bandai selling Namco uh, or Namco Bandai. Yeah, one of those uh, <laughs> people that the people that make Katamari Damacy. Uh, Bandai is selling a Pokedex case from premium ban- from the premium Bandai online store for thirty seven dollars three thousand nine hundred eighty yen. It looks like it is designed for the iPhone ten. With the dimensions 170 millimeter, 105 millimeter, uh, the Pokedex case can also accommodate the iPhone 10s, 6, 7, and 8. However, the 10R and 10s Max, man, iPhone Apple really needs to fix their naming, uh, and 11 are not supported. The case will not fit Android either. If you're curious of what the case looks like, it looks like a Generation One Pokedex. It's so bulky. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Hannah have, like, the Pokedex iPhone case that had the battery built in? She did. That was a yeah. that was a Kickstarter one that, actually, I want to say it got rejected from Kickstarter because of IPs. Oh. Because, the, because somebody reported it. So, Kickstarter doesn't, and fun fact about Kickstarter, you could, you could go to Kickstarter with, like, uh, we're making our own iPhone, but we're calling it the iPhone, I don't know, 20, and it... If no one reports it, it will stay up. But if somebody reports it and says, like, hey, this is a copyright and we let Apple know that you're stealing their brand, then Kickstarter will take it down because they don't want to deal with any legal issues. So the Pokedex one went up. There's a lot of Pokemon stuff on Kickstarter and it got reported. And so then the people who made it, I'm pretty sure, went to Indiegogo. (laughs) And Indiegogo is like the Wild West. You get anything on Indiegogo. You don't even have to hit reach your goal and you get the money still from Indiegogo. What? Yep. Indiegogo only has a 9% success rate, FYI. Having a per- being a person who is just looking at all these services. Oh, really? Yeah. I liked Kickstarter when I used it. And before anyone says your podcast was on Kickstarter, that's true. But well, this gets into the like issue of fair use and everyone's like, well, it's fair use because I made it. Fair use applies to educational stuff and informative stuff. So and parody. And what? Pa- so oh, and, and parody. parody. But parody, parody is a weird line, too. Parody and um, commentary? There's, like, generally to get under commentary or parody, you will still end up going to court. Yes. Because that it is a weird line to draw. Well, 
the the one thing, and as somebody who also works in intellectual property, that I could say about fair use is that it is mostly described to people in much too high level of a way, yeah. and that there are significant specific criteria around fair use that if you do not, are not familiar with, don't try because you're not going to get it. There was I can't remember what it was. So here here's a good example. You you couldn't go to like Kickstarter and sell like Pokemon prints even though if you designed the designed the Poke, like if you drew Pikachu yourself and you were like, "Well, it's my drawing of Pikachu." You're still infringing on Pokemon's character of Pikachu. Um but there was like uh, I want to say this was a year ago. There was a like Pokemon Encyclopedia on Kickstarter, which because it was educational and it was comparing Pokemon to real world creatures and like breaking down like the habitats that I, I'll just go with Pikachu again. Like, oh, mice live here and mice grow to be this age and this is the mice's bone structure. And then comparing that to Pikachu, since that's educational, that would fall under fair use. Um, but in order to do that, they still couldn't just go to... They couldn't just use the Sujimori art for Pikachu. They would have to provide their own art at that point. Um, so that's, like, where that fine line comes in. So, like, that's why podcasts never have issues, because podcasts are informational or newsworthy in that sense. Also, we're not really selling you anything. <laughs> you just download the show I, 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 for stop free. Stop right there. Stop right there. Just because you're not making money from something does not make it a, not a fair use violation. I don't know if I threw enough knots in there, but just because you broke don't mean you can use Mickey Mouse. Let's, <laughs> let's put it that way, okay? Okay, fair, fair. I'm just saying that there is never a cost to the podcast. You can always get it for free. True. But this is an... Oh, going back to the case, this is an official... Bandai got the licensing for the Pokedex case. If you want a bulky Pokemon case, sure, I guess. Uh, I will say when I was in Japan, I did see a lot of people with really, really bulky cases. Um, a lot of those were like Hello Kitty cases. So I, I guess there's a market for that. Did you, did you just say you guess there's a market for Hello Kitty? <laughs> no, a market for because bulky let cases. Me no, no, Hello Kitty. For Hello you, Kitty. There fine. is a market for Hello. I would wear Hello Kitty cosplay. There you go. This there's a huge market for Hello Kitty. Not Hello Kitty. Give me a, a Gudetama cosplay. And I'm down, buddies. Speaking of cute non Hello Kitty things, a new Pokemon was discovered in the Galar region. The Galarian form of Ponyta will appear in Pokemon Shield. The Pokemon Company International and Nintendo confirmed today that the Galar region form of Ponyta will appear in the highly anticipated upcoming Pokemon Shield video game. Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield launched November 15th exclusively on the Nintendo Switch. The Galarian Ponyta may surprise made a surprise appearance during the live stream of the forest in the Galar region. Galarian Ponyta is categorized as the unique horn Pokemon. It is psychic type. It is 2 feet 7 inches tall in American. Uh, it weighs 52.9 pounds and has the ability Runaway and Pastel Veil. Galarian Ponyta can be found in a certain forest of the Galar region since ancient times. It is said that they were exposed to the overflowing life energy 
of the forest over many generations, and therefore, their appearance became unique in this region. Galarian Ponyta can absorb the life energy of the surrounding atmosphere and store it in its mane. Its mane will become more colorful and even emit a sparkling glow if there is an abundance of energy around it. Galarian Ponyta's ability Pastelvel is a new ability introduced in these titles. The ability prevents the Pokemon and its allies from becoming poisoned. It can even cure the poison status condition when this Pokemon enters the battlefield. Is that it? That's it. Nobody That's it. cares about your little MLP Pokemon. I love it so much. I okay. want it to there be my best friend. Were greater Pokemon that they could have said things about, <laughs> and they chose not to. Ooh. I am moving to Salami Island and boycotting all of this until I get some recognition from my boy. What? And or girl, and or There was no other Pokemon shown in that live stream? <sighs> Greg. <laughs> Didn't we have bets that Impidimp would still not be shown? I mean, it was yeah. in the... It was, it, it was there. It was there a lot, but they have not... <laughs> They have not talked about our our sweet Impidimp. I have thrown down the gauntlet. I have thrown the gauntlet, and the challenge has been made. Maybe Impidimp is just so cunning that that Sonia or literally every employee at Game Freak has not been able to classify it properly. Who is Sonia? Sonia isn't Sonia the the researcher? The the researcher. the so wait, granddaughter? You, you were saying that a she character was, from the game well, she was the is one actually that, she a Game was, Freak employee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was the one that set up the camera in the forest. She saw all the footage. Oh. Did she not? We watched the footage with we her. We spent the footage. 24 yeah. hours with her. I saw the impedimp. Did she not? <laughs> You're using we rather broadly. Well, obviously, she can be bothered to watch the footage because she enlisted all of us to do the work for her. True. She's a bad this researcher. Is a classic. Uh, what is the dude with the fence? That book? Mark Twain? Tom Sawyer. Uh, Tom Sawyer issue. Yeah. She's like, wouldn't it be fun for all of What's us to watch? What's fascinating is if you click through the pictures they have on the website for, hey, check out those still snapshots the last one is impotent's face just staring at you with its tongue hanging out of and there's still is. no mention of it of course it is of course because they hate well they got my number and yeah. they hate me they hate me yeah well true it wouldn't be a 2009 ep- <laughs> it wouldn't be a t- 2009 before the podcast wow. even started <laughs> it wouldn't be a 2019 episode of it's super effective if we didn't talk about drama uh-oh. Do you know what the here drama here was? That um, they haven't said anything about Galarian Rapidash? No, 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 no. That is that Psychic-type.fairy type? Yes, that's that, there part it is. Of it? There's the drama. Okay. Wait, is so is regular Ponyta also only two feet, so, two so feet tall? <laughs> I don't. That's the real drama. How tall is old Ponyta? I'm because, not sure. Well, um, two feet is is tiny all right for a horse Sebastian. Okay. so old ponyta uh, is three ponyta feet is, yeah three foot three inches so this is much tinier well now it's one foot tinier um <laughs> what how foot tall is, is rapidash look look, look pokemon is experts Rap- feet tall rapidash is five feet tall wow it's still not that tall 
How many hands? Wait, how 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 tall how tall is a normal horse? I don't know, the, the big enough that you got to get on a stool to step up to get on top. Not of all it. horses are that tall. I've been to the state anyway, fair. Are we measuring to the top how? of the head? Or are we measuring to the withers? Okay, tall horses. Is a horse. Horses go between four point seven to six feet. Okay, so rapid dash is good regular horse size, right? Yeah, and pony tot is a pony. How tall is a pony? Well, it depends. I mean, they, they're growing. Ponies are babies. Fourteen point two hands. Well, how how many hands? <laughs> four how, how four feet ten inches for that's what fourteen hands turns into. So two one pony tot. How many cats? Let's have a throwback. How many cats? How many cats is a pony? <laughs> Well, I think you need at least 18 cats to make a pony. 18? I would say you only need six cats what? to make a pony. No, no, to no. no. Okay, it's like a cat. Oh, so you have one cat per leg. Then you have oh, at okay, least... to, to make a full pony, but the height of a pony is like six cats. Oh, if you're stacking the cats. I understand. Yeah. Got it. I thought we were, bri- I thought we were squishing the cats into pony size and then like that filling the gaps. That would be cruel and unusual. <laughs> Uh, officially, it would take seven cats to be the same size as a. I went oh, whatever to Milwaukee Public Schools. I'm very you did. I'm very uneducated, but even I learned in Milwaukee Public Schools that we don't judge books by their cover. I mean, everybody does though. So let's be real. Like, if the book <laughs> has a terrible cover, you are not picking it up off the shelf. Like okay. that is such a bad statement because like there's there's a plain cover with like just words on it or there's a a bare-chested man with his hair blowing in the wind i'm picking up that cover book long before boring old word book how many harlequin romances have you read in your life greg none <laughs> ah well i got you beat there because i've like like 30 of them love them wow dude I... you got no real romance you go for the harlequins <laughs> that's their that's their actual slogan but here let's cut to the quick Cut to the chase, whatever phrase you prefer to use. Rainbows are fairy type only, period. <laughs> How dare you? Psychic type it's is It's not a pink. rainbow, though. It's, it's purple and blue. It's two colors. That's, those colors are on a rainbow. Look, every color is in the rainbow. Not... Um... Greg, help me here. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are in the wind. Son. Not taupe. Rainbow doesn't have taupe. Taupe is a color. Sure, <laughs> can't argue with that logic. Were were you too upset to learn that Galarian Ponyta was not fairy? A little. I thought it, I thought it was going to be a dual type. I thought it'd be fairy something, which they may do for Rapidash. Um, I, w- I mean, I wasn't expecting it to be psychic type because it's in the fairy forest. But when I found out that it was the shield exclusive, that made sense because Surfetched is pure fighting. There you go. And then in what is it going to be? Pokemon Lance. Yeah. So we have a psychic, <laughs> a fighting, and then a dark type. Dark will be the Impidimp will be Impidimp's Impidimp is very dark. dark. <sighs> Impidimp is very dark, is it not? I don't know. I don't think they so. They haven't announced the no, type. No, they, I don't know. We know the type because of the E3 demo. I'm pretty sure Impidimp is very we dark. We know that. It, I know it's fairy for sure. I don't know about the other part. I don't know There's about the dark. Been nothing official said about my beautiful, beautiful it, it child. Is, it is dark fairy. Oh, how do you know for sure? 
Impotent was first shown during... Because a million people battled it at E3 and at Worlds and at... Maybe it has an ability that makes it appear to be very dark and that's... <sighs> Maybe. You know, it's actually uh, grounds type. Yeah. Who knows? Give us Impotent. Quit now, frauds. Thank um, you. Thank you. You could say or think... Uh, I think... Um, I think Al went on this huge rant about how it should have been fairy. And I'll throw Al under the bus here real quick because I love him. Uh, I don't think a Pokemon should be anything. <laughs> case in point. Agreed. Case in, Agreed. Case in point. Uh, maybe I'm putting words in Al's mouth. Maybe he didn't say that. I think he tweeted it, though. This is, wh- this is why I will never... I get asked this question all the time. What do you think Z- Zamazenta and Zacian's type are? I have no clue. Especially after the Sogaleo Sog- uh, debacle. Everyone under the the sun, uh, because Sogalia was on the cover of Pokemon Sun, thought that Pokemon was going to be fire type. Correct. <laughs> yup. I have no clue what Zacian and Zamazenta's type are going to be. You could go with the yeah. obvious; they're probably steel because swords and shields are made out of metal. Uh, but I I'm not going to take that risk. I have no clue. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Pokemon has already taught us if there's one thing Gen Two did correctly. It was to teach us that things are not what they are perceived to be. Case in point, Pseudo-Wudo. Pseudo-Wudo. That little cute Pokemon looks like a tree. And we all suddenly learned that it was a rock. It was a fake tree. Yeah, but fake trees are rock. This is actually (laughs) a clue. They knew all the way back in Johto. Jojo. That they were going to be making these games. So this is the clue. And here, let me, if you, if you want to miss the spoiler, just jump ahead like 30 seconds. The sword one is rock ground. The shield one is ground rock. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> makes sense well, to me. It makes sense because the whole Excalibur myth of the sword being stuck in the stone. There so it obviously go. has to be mm. rock type. Ob- obvi. I would find it hard to believe that Galarian Rapidash would be pure psychic. It could be. It could be. Wait, isn't regular Rapidash pure fire? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, well, I, pure I, yeah. fire. Hot stuff, baby, tonight. I would, I would hope or maybe assume that it would, you know, have a second typing. But at the end of the day, I don't really... If it doesn't, that's fine. But there are 800-some Pokemon. We have plenty of psychic Pokemon. We don't have enough fairy. They could have made it fairy. They chose not to, probably because there's a reason that we're not seeing. I mean... Th- like, they the don't need whole- more psychic Pokemon. So it wasn't like, what do you guys think this looks like? And the team was like, well, it looks like fairy. And they were like, ah, but we need more psychic. Like, that, that, that conversation never happened because they have enough psychic. Yeah, <laughs> but they have enough fairy, too. Ah, uh, no. They went I don't- back and retrofitted all those Pokemon to make them fairy type. They got plenty of fairy to go around. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a case we made about the poison curing aspects and the poison resistance that lead it to me not fairy because fairy is weak to poison there are like, 22 a fairy pokemon there there are not a lot of out of 800 pokemon there are 22 fairy pokemon how many psychic types not counting mew and mewtwo 83 so there are 80 psychic types and 22 fairy types 
And I'm assuming the fairy types aren't counting. I'm assuming that 22 does not count Galar Weezing or Impidimp yeah, or... Well, Impidimp doesn't exist officially. That's true. Uh, or whatever the other fairy Pokemon was. Wait, what was, what was your rant? I don't know. So, I think oh, the, the, the poison the, stuff. Yeah, so poison, fairies poison are weak carry. to poison, and this Ponyta's ability, which is new, and the lore based on it was, you know, it cures poison. So does lore over... Like, I, I, I have... Uh, the, ba- the Basculin argument proves me wrong every time. This is why I hate Basculin. I always assume that there is a group of people that put a lot of thought and effort into Pokemon, and it wasn't just like, we have all these types, let's throw a dart. Oh, well, I guess this Ponytail's gonna be psychic. I don't think that situation happens. Let me give you a fundamental rule of the universe, and I this is like one of those things that at some point in your life you realize it's true and you just like what is it it's like it's like once you open that door you can't close it again yeah so sorry kids most of the time when you think people have thought things through thoroughly <laughs> and planned them extensively and put a lot of work and thought and consideration into the product they're providing you I will tell you, 99% of the time, no. No, no, they haven't. <laughs> they put best effort, best effort, good, good yeah, enough. Yeah, ship let's this out get, the door. Let's get the product, exactly. Let's, and I'm sorry, this goes all the way from the way the government works all the way down to the formulation of your toilet cleaner. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> the amount of times I've worked on websites and I'm like, well, that wasn't supposed to happen the way it was supposed to. It looks all right, though. I guess we'll ship it. <laughs> I guess we go. Sure. Well, no, but it's like you look at a website and you're like, that's a very nice website. I bet the web programmer like counted the number of pixels on the left and the number of pixels on the right of this image. And they're like, all right, that is perfectly centered for the enjoyment and appreciation of the people coming to view this site. When in all actuality, we know somebody drag and dropped that <laughs> image into a WYSIWYG editor and they're like, eh, look, 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 it looks like it's in the middle. Looks good. good. Ship it. We'll get back to it later. And then they never do. They never nope. do. I, I mean, I would have liked it to be fairy type. I'm not bothered by it being psychic type. But you would like any Pokemon to be fairy. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, like whether it was fairy or whether it was psychic, if it's still bad Pokemon, it's still going to be bad Pokemon. You're not going to use yeah. it anyway. You're all going to use Rapidash instead. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And Rapidash. I mean, that Rapidash Evo had better be sweet because... Galarian Ponyta is so cute, and I want one just it is because. Cute. And I, I mean, I get all the reasons why, according to mythology, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, it should probably be fairy type. Like, there are valid reasons why you expected it to be fairy type. It's not, and there ain't anything we can do about it. Oh, well. I'm sure it'll make sense when Rapidash comes out. When, when Galarian Ponyta <laughs> evolves into... Either way. When Galarian Ponyta evolves into regular Rapidash, it will all make sense. <laughs> It, 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 here, here's the scoop. Galarian Ponyta evolves into Impidimp. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's why they're not releasing it. <laughs> that's the secret. That's the real catch. All right, we'll take one more break. When we come back, we have question of the week, Pokemon of the week, and uh, one more news article. So we will be right back. Defries are a lot of work. Well, yeah, but you're talking about the, this will happen in a chippy, chippy, chippy. Chippy. Slow down, Al. What's a chippy? 
It's a shop where you can buy chips. So the chippy And we are back. Uh, not much to talk about with this news article. This was sent in by uh, Andrew from Slack. Uh, but the anime showed a new professor and a new professor assistant, which um, is uh, not the same as the professor and professor assistant from Sword and Shield. Uh, I don't know. This, uh, this professor looks very dad-like. Yeah. And the professor's from Kanto, from Vermilion City. What? Professor Sakuraji? Sakura? That ain't not sticking in English. <laughs> no. Oh, it's the like Professor Chain- Cherry is what it will be. Probably. What is What color is Vermilion? Vermilion's green, right? Yeah, but Sakura is the cherry blossom. Right. No, there's Vermilion red. What color is Vermilion? Uh, that's, it's one of those ones that Vermillion, not a I, yellow? No, 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 no. It's probably oh, like... Oh, Vermillion is red. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, it's interesting. I like the character design for both of them. Yeah, it seems all right. I mean... I it- had a real, I had a real tough moment watching the anime, the Sun and Moon anime, where I just realized how much I don't like Ash's lightning bolts under his eyes anymore. Oh, really? And now oh. I can't stop looking at them and hating them. Because he's tired all the time, drinking too much Red Bull. Too I don't much know what rain, changed, too much but like bang. some some pose they did in the anime, like made them really prominent, and now they bother me so much, and I don't know why. I'm trying to figure out what about it is bugging me, but it just is. A little, I'm having issues. Little zigs, little zags, little zigzags. Oh, they're lightning bolts. <laughs> Ooh, that new professor. Hmm. He's okay. Yeah. It's pretty plain. But, you know, we'll see. Got that yamper, though. Mm-mm-mm. Pass. Box it up. Cute, 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 cute. Pokemon Go teased a Halloween event coming. Uh, they used an image of Litwick. If you have not gotten a Litwick yet, I'm assuming they're going to be increasing Litwicks. <laughs> <laughs> that is not safe. They're um they're actually in Pokemon Go the Litwicks are electric type so they can't accidentally cause a fire if they're left unattended. Oh, I see. Good Makes sense. Finally, Larry and Litwick. They just they just have type. batteries in their butts. <laughs> One hundred hour <laughs> batteries, correct? Yeah. It's not just Rotom. Maybe Galarian Litwick is Rotom. Uh question of the week. Oh oh, we're here. We're here. All right. Question of the week, asked from Slack. Question of the week. That's a little jazzy. Mm-hmm. This is from Brandon. If you had to assign a Pokemon to each month of the year, which would each month's Pokemon be? For example, because this is a really easy one, which one of you guys can use what you want? For example, for the month of December, that month's Pokemon could be Delibird. No, so December is Snover because, you know... Universal pine tree covered in snow. May is Rosalia because May is the best month. So also Pumpkaboo for, for November because it's squash season. For the ill-informed, and by squash season he doesn't mean smash your neighbor's 
jack-o'-lantern. That's rude. No, that's rude. It means make a pie from squash. The greatest of all areas of the Poke Earth, Unova, there was something called the Unova Horoscope. There was, yes. These are the Pokemon that they assigned to each month. January, Sauce Buck. February, the fantastic Simi Poor. Ugh. March, This is the worst. Molola. (laughs) I can't even pronounce that one. All of these are bad. April. August is fine. April, Whimsicott. May, Boo, Falant. June, Plink. July, Crustula. Bad. August, Braviary. Good. September, Gotharita. Good. October, Lampent. Good. November, Scolipede. Bad. December, Fracture. Terrible. So, it's, it's hard to go through 12 months and think of 12 Pokemon that go with the months. Uh, they're all psychic types because that's got 85 to pick from. So, we'll start the year with Mew. Okay. Happy Mew year. You get it? Happy yeah, Mew no, year. I'm out. It's, and no, oh, I like this. I like this. December will be Mew 2. No, December is Snover. <laughs> or Obama Snow. I'm I'm a Hawaii boy. December is actually a lowland executor yeah. <laughs> because we just hang some lights off of a I mean that's that's palm fine. Tree. You can have that. Or Bruxious. Because it's colorful for the holidays. No, Bruxious is uh what's a good eaten month? November? April? Mm, no, nah, you don't eat a lot in April. November is like the, the eating don't. month. Alright, alright, I got it. So we'll go with Will's example. We'll go with the the only psychic Pokemon Mew for January. Happy Happy Mew, Mew Year! Happy Mew Year! Ugh, I hate this. February, we're gonna go with Jinx because it's the month of loving. Jinx has Don't the lips. Uh, love disc at that point. And Jinx is ice uh, type, and February is like the coldest month of the year. Love disc is not psychic. Ice. Why does yeah. it have to be psychic? Because this is what we decided on. This is what we decided. We did not. Yeah, because yeah, uh, we got that's we only got the eighty to pick from. Ugh. And but also worst. Jinx is ice type, so that's because February is the coldest month. So well, so it's got your love and your cold, cold heart, like Will. Very ha- happy birthday! And then March has to be Cyndaquil because that's the month that my birthday. No, is no, 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 that's not psychic. That's psychic. Not psychic. Galarian Cyndaquil, if- which is Galarian. psychic. Oh, you are the worst. <laughs> uh, March would be Wobbuffet. I'm taking Gardevoir wait, 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 for wait, May. Wait. March is Victini. Psychic fire, because fine. that's fine. my birthday. Fine. fine. The victory month, March. Beware the Ides of March, Victini. Fine. C- comes in like a lion, goes out like a... <gasps> Ooh, maybe it's Sogaleo, because Sogaleo was psychic, and it comes in like a lion, goes out like a lamb. Okay, fine. March, fine. Sogaleo. March is Sogaleo. April, April will be Lugia... May is Gardevoir. I'm taking Gardevoir from my May, birthday. May, Gardevoir, okay. June would be uh, Meowstic. Why? Look, it's just like a YouTube top 10. You don't have to give reasons. Uh, <laughs> July. Well, you, don't, you can give reasons. They just don't have to be valid. July is Bronzong. No, okay, fine. That's actually good. I was going to say Chimeco, but that's good. No, July uh, is Bronzong. Bronzong. August is Delphox. Okay. For all the Leos out there. 
What's after August? September. September. We'll go back to school. Chime back Who's out. That, that, no. Yeah, I get those bells ringing. All right. Wind chimes. October is Behem. Aliens. I can get yep. down with that. Uh, November is Musharna because everyone wants to sleep because of their Thanksgiving. Or drowsy because you're tired. Yeah, but Musharna is just the better tap here. And December is Mr. Mime. He comes and gives you gifts. <laughs> what? <laughs> We did it. I don't think that's true. Where does Victini fit in this calendar? We gave that to March, I thought. No, we went Sogaleo because it comes oh. in like a lion and goes out like a lamb because you were at Ides of Marching Me and I was like, ugh, whatever. Victini is actually New Year's right <gasps> at midnight. It's Victini this is, the crossover. is, is uh, on the lunar calendar. Oh, there we go. Which is a 13-month calendar. Victini is the 13th month that nobody cares about except for you. So that fits. Oh. Well, Pokemon of the week. All right. Well, last week's was not a Pokemon oh, for those I who remember. I lost my notes and I'm so sad. You'll get it. You'll get it, Greg. Here's the clues. Oh. Uh,. Uh, carnivals and fairs, you inspired me by your talk of the state fair, Minnesota State Fair, and then I talked about Rye Playland, and that there was a roll. There's a roller coaster in Rye Playland that's actually one of those old wooden roller coasters that are becoming more rare as time goes on, um, but you don't get out of the roller coaster at any point in time to change tracks and get on a different car. Um also, to note, I did ride the uh, SpongeBob SquarePants Rock Bottom roller coaster at Mall of America, and it is fantastic. Loved it. Uh, highly recommended. Six tickets. Uh, you can take a train from Grand Central Station to get to Rye, which then you, you can get to Rye Playland. Um, there's no airport in the town where I grew up, but there's an airport in not the next town over, but the next town over from that. This is a very telling clue for those who are truly paying attention. Um, and if they were to write a song about Portchester, uh, they wouldn't use the word exciting, but... For the thing that we're talking about for this week, they did use the word exciting in the name of the song that was written about it. Give it to me. What is it? Lapaberry. <laughs> Go home, fraud. You don't even get a quit now. If you weren't I, I... home already, gee. <laughs> okay, so I'm getting stuck on the song part. They wrote a song for this item, dude. I no, don't. So, come on, think about it. Where, what, when, when Pokemon and music come together, it's called a musical. No soundtrack. And when you buy the soundtrack, each of the songs is based on every. Oh boy, every, every city in kiss the begins game. With K. No, every city in the game has its own song. And so in Unova, there was a city that had a Ferris wheel and the electric gym had an indoor roller coaster. I mean, but it you... did, but is that the item? I... Who said item? Oh. Nobody said item. Uh, I just said it's not a Pokemon. Oh, uh, I was stuck on item. Are we I talking? don't know why. I don't know why either. Don't 
Look, I lost my notes. The answer is Nimbasa City. And Nimbasa City. Congrats, Steve. You finally got it. Glad that NyQuil is working for you. Uh, Yeah, I never said item. I don't know why I thought item. That is where I was... Because I was like, oh, it's something that you only get in Nimbasa City. No. And I was like, (laughs) what do you only get in Nimbasa City? And the whole time I was talking about like a location and a town and a village. Look, look. I wasn't listening to you for a while there. (sighs) It happens. I accept it. All right, what's our new clues? Well, no, you guys, there is some trivia about Nimbasa City. (sighs) Yeah. You get to go do a fashion show. Yes. Well, which okay. is See, everyone part. was so hung up about 18 gyms in Sword and Shield. There are actually 11 gyms in Black and White, too. What? Well, then Bossa City has two gyms. Yeah. Are you talking about, like, the basketball gym? And the- no, no. <laughs> Nimbasa City actually has two gyms. Uh, Eliza, What's the other one? Eliza has her roller coaster gym that you just mentioned. Yeah, yes. but she shuts down that gym for yep. her fashion gym next yeah, door. Yeah, for her fashion gym. So if we baseline eight gyms, we're up to nine now. Even though, so if we're just going, let's just go black and white too. So nine gyms in black and white too. One of them is vacant. So uh, Lenora's gym still exists. We just can't go to it. So that brings us to ten gyms. Uh, the trio, uh, untasteful. Disgusting and oh, bad. Get out of here with your taste. unpopular opinions. Uh, their gym is still there, so that brings us to eleven gyms. Uh, and I think you don't go to. I think there's a Marlin's gym gets added, so that actually puts us at yeah. twelve gyms. So there oh, you yeah. go. And the po- and the poison gym everywhere. got added. Nimbasa so. lit by the flash of lightning, city. Oh, because oh no no no. So I'm counting the poison gym already. Bryson leaves his gym to be the movie oh, star. He does. And yeah. so that's why Marlin's gym gets added. So yes, there are twelve the, gyms the, in the black and white. Section too. of that game, the movie star studios. Ooh, that whole section's rough. Yes. Trivia for Nimbasa, since Steve can't figure it out. Number one, Nimbasa City is the only known city in the Pokemon world to feature arenas for human sporting events and an amusement park. Yeah. It's got that good sport ball. Since Unova is based on New York City, it's possible that Nimbasa City is meant to represent Coney Island. Coney Island has an amusement park on it. I referenced Coney Island in my clues. It's home to one of New York's largest subway stations, which, like, Gear Station in Nimbasa City is connected Look, to I all this, blah, 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 blah. And being part of uh, it's relatively close to some of New York's professional sports venues. Nimbasa City is not on an island, but is mostly surrounded by water. There is a large Pikachu figure in the amusement park, even though Pikachu are not native to Unova. In Pokemon Black 2 and White 2, a Pichu is also shown next to it. Nimbasa City is one of two cities that is more populous than the largest city in its region, the other being Celadon City. They are more populous than Castelia City and Saffron City, respectively. This also mm. happens in Sinnoh, but only in Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, where Heart Home City is more populous than Jubilife City. I would like to know where they're getting these figures for the populations yeah, of I the different know, cities. But, okay, sure. It's like the, I did not notice a, um, which I've actually only ever noticed in the Midwest, a population number next to it's like, welcome to St. Louis Park. And then it's like population 3,546. Yep. 
Why, so you know how many folks? people you're going to run into there? <laughs> how many people are going to say, uh, excuse me, when you excuse look at me. them? Oh, sorry. Oh. All right. This week, we have a Pokemon. It is a Pokemon. It is not an item. It is not a location. It is not a big mood. It is a Pokemon. It is easy mode this week. On my quick... Ugh. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Good start. I can't, can't even pronounce the word. On my kitchen counter, I have a book that I highly recommend. It is called A Poem a Day, and it offers up 366 short poems from throughout time so that you can enjoy a new one every day of the year. Inspired by this, I have written a verse myself. Oof. False promises. Betrayal. Ignoring our pleas, no justice. Have they done this before? Dangled such a treat before our eyes, only to leave us unsatisfied. Like a black tongue parched with thirst, hanging limply from our mouths. I don't even know what type you are. My sweet child, don't make me laugh, Greg. It was such a good poem until you made me laugh. Oh. <laughs> Ah, I'm going to die from laughter. Oh, no. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's the Pokemon of the week. <laughs> All right. Please, please close the program. <laughs> Put us out of our misery, please. <laughs> if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do so at Pokemon Podcast. If uh, you too enjoy laughing, uh, please continue hated, laughing while laughter. you uh, leave us a review in Apple Podcasts. Uh, very easy to do on your uh, iPhone or iOS device, or if you're on a computer, if you still, for whatever reason, are using iTunes, you can do that there, too. Uh, thank you for all the reviews this week. If you would like to follow Will on Twitter, at WashInTheSink, and if you would like to follow Greg on Twitter, at WhiteWing, myself, at DraggingALake. Uh, shout out to uh, the people who came by this past week on Twitch. Uh, we did a, I played through all of Heart Gold in one sitting. Yeah, you did. On Friday. Boy, that's a heck of a game. 16 gyms. I can't remember how long. I think, I think it took me 10 hours and 45 yep. minutes to uh, do. World record. To do, no, not even close, but to do all 16 <laughs> gyms and Ho-Oh and Mewtwo and Red. And I did it all with my fur alligator, so. Uh, I believe we will be playing Pokemon Conquest later this month, but we're going to be completing our, trying to complete our Pokedex in Black 2. I don't know if we'll be able to do it before Sword and Shield, but we're we're like four weeks out. Less than 30 days till Sword and Shield, I think. No, by the time this episode goes up, about 31 days from Sword and Shield. So thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. I believe we will see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. 
super cute little pony who's psychic type. <laughs> like every podcast on the internet we are funded by patreon this is a shout out to all the supporters at the producer tier on patreon a huge thank you to kevin cygnus patrick jet jeffrey Matthew, Alex, Catherine, Pancake, and Anthony. Thank you all for the support. If you've made it to the end of this episode listening to this promo, that is also support. So thank you. Appreciate it. We will see you next week.